We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick. Sorry, kids. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Dialogue with Divinity, everyone. This is Johanna Carroll, your host on the Exxon Broadcast Network. For 30 years, I've been a spiritual counselor with an international practice, TV and radio host, author of four books, and facilitator of retreats to sacred sites around the world. Today is a guest who talks about a subject that I know a lot of you have heard about. It's called Ascension. We're talking about everyday ascension. And in this Aquarian age that we're living in, we hear a lot about it, but do you really understand what it means? So we have a wonderful guest today, Robin Leigh Vela, and I want to tell you a little bit about her before I bring her on. In 1992, Robin stepped into the spiritual path as a psychic, but it wasn't until long before she was guided in a new direction. And after receiving a series of powerful messages from the universe, Robin decided to create a healing practice centered on personal transformation. During the next 12 years, her guides helped her to write her first book, Silent Voices of the Soul, based on the same theme. Her new book is called Spirit Unbound. It is about making light of life's most challenging moments, which I'm sure a lot of you can relate to. More than timeless wisdom for the now, the book gives you the power to change your perception of reality and maybe ascend it to a new level. Robin is a resident of Rochester, New York. She enjoys spending time outdoors with her family, being creative, and dancing to anything with a good beat, a girl after my own soul. In love with life, she is an open-hearted adventurist who believes in miracles. So without further ado, please welcome to Dialogue with Divinity our guest today, Robin Leigh Vella. It's so nice to have you here. It's wonderful to be here, Johanna. Thank you so much. You know, I want to I I love first of all the whole subject of ascension. We hear a lot about it and I'm curious as to why why did you write this book? This is your second book, Spirit Unbound. Why did yeah, you write well, it? 
this is a book about celebrating those unexpected changes where we could potentially get knocked off our feet. And it's an invitation to dance with the winds of change rather than be frightened by it. I think change is something that freezes people in their in their path lots of times. And yet when we see a lot of the chaos in the world right now, do you feel that even on a higher level, whether it's universal or a political, which we're obviously seeing a lot of in the States, is this chaotic energy a precursor to positive change or is it just setting us up for something else? It absolutely is positive change, Johanna. It's everything's healing. And we're part of all of this wonderful healing energy that's floating around out there. But when we're in fear, it's so difficult to see that. It's so important to stay centered in love because that gives us the opportunity to see the wholeness of everything. Things are coming back into balance. And when that happens, we recognize it. But when we're in the throes of these winds and we're, we are actually just terrified by what we're seeing around us we don't see things clearly things are healing everything's coming together and what looks like a mess is a miracle in disguise okay so the winds of change you talk about that a little bit when we have change does the pendulum have to swing to such an extreme that we're going through right now to bring us back to center so that we actually can ascend Absolutely. You know, um, I was actually thinking about an analogy for this the other day. When, we, when we're injured, there's a process that happens and that we need to realize that healing doesn't just happen overnight. We don't cut ourselves and suddenly wake up in the morning and, and everything's gone. There are stages to healing that we need to be present to and we need to focus on that rather than what we perceive as something wrong, let's celebrate everything that's going right. Why do you think that most people are always looking for this instant fix? I don't think a lot of people are, you know, sometimes I'm not being negative, but maybe the devil's advocate here. Are they really (laughs) willing to do the work? You know, as you said, healing doesn't happen overnight. It's a process. And, you know, you can't rip off the Band-Aid and all of a sudden, you know, the wound is gone. But what is this whole concept of, you know, instant healing, instant fix? How do we work through that? We're used to immediate gratification. It's mm-hmm. like, I want this and I want it now. And the thing is, we, we don't know how to be patient anymore. If we just breathe through these things, we can give ourselves what we need to see ourselves to a higher place. It sort of reminds me of, you know, stop and smell the roses or stop, look, listen, you know, that whole journey of awareness. I think a lot of people really were rushing through life and, you know, you can't rise up to the next level, which is rising above your own suffering, which is sort of one of my definitions of ascension. And I do want to talk about, you know, your concept of that. Are people really invested in suffering because the media is supporting that and you know we're going to take a quick break and come back and really talk about this and your concept of everyday ascension and what that really means to the average person we'll be right back
Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere, Florida. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine such as hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining rooms can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you visit, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic downtown Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, Old Florida cuisine at its best.
Welcome back, everyone. This is Johanna Carroll. You are listening to Dialogue with Divinity, and today we are speaking with author Robin Lee Vella. We're talking about her her wonderful concept of everyday ascension and spirit unbound, which is the name of her new book. So before we went to break, Robin, we were talking about that one of the challenges that a lot of people have is, you know, the media. Um, I don't know if it's mind control on some level, but you know, it's there's a lot of sort of messages that are coming across the media. I'm not sure we can trust a lot of them, which are allowing people to get stuck and changed, uh, invested in suffering. I always feel like there should be a, a good news channel on some level. And yes. so because people are stuck, I mean, I know for myself with a lot of my clients, I'm saying, you know, how much TV are you watching? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. are you getting programmed? You know, are you okay with, you know, like down, you know, dialing that down for a while? So, but really, let's get to the core of our subject today. How would sure. you define everyday ascension? How can we rise above this muck and mire that a lot of people are stuck in? By celebrating our inner power, by bringing to the moment what we need in order to experience well-being that you know we have so much within us we have this incredible miraculous light within this this spirit that is ever present but we have to focus on the positive in order for that to come out if we are going to listen to negativity whether it's from the news or from other people um, we are going to be coloring our reality dark. And so it's up to us to, to stay focused so we can rise above these things. We do have the power. We can say, you know what, instead of saying everything's falling apart, how about everything's coming together? Things are coming together in a new way. It's not what it appears at the surface. We have so if, hope. If you, okay, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. We just have we have an arsenal of, of these wonderful, wonderful light making tools within us. And it's our own light. A lot of people don't really understand how to tap into that, though. So say you have com- someone that comes to you. You've never spoken to them before. They're in ma- massive depression. You know, they've lost their job. Basically, life's not so great for them. What's the first tool, for those of you that are listening, what, what's the first tool that you can give to them besides this advice? You know, it's one thing to say you've got the light in within you and, you know, the change is good and it's positive. What, what gives them sort of a kick in the butt, if you will, to have a consciousness shift on some level? Because this is really what you're asking them to do. What's the yes, one thing that you would, you know, guide them to do? Abundance mentality is where we need to be. In other words, look around you and let's start looking at everything from a positive perspective. Let's start counting our blessings. And by focusing on that, by by bringing ourselves to the awareness of what's good and what's right and what's working, we're, we're lifting ourselves up. We're using our own inner power to lift ourselves out of this darkness. So in other words, you didn't lose your job. You just created a means of discovering your true self-worth. You're not having an illness. You've created a healing opportunity. These are all, it's a, they're little pivot points that you have to, to create 
by finding a place to stand so you can see the good. And by standing in gratitude, that gives you the power to see what's good in your life. And then the more you start focusing on your blessings, the more blessings you see. For those of you that are listening, let me give you a tool that I use with um, a lot of my clients that I've been working with for over 30 years. You may really be paralyzed at some level and you don't really see the light in anything or have the abundance mentality. But here's something you can do before you go to bed at night. You stand in front of your mirror, you know, after you've brushed your teeth and you just close your eyes for a moment. Find three positive things that you can focus on that happened that day. Now, maybe one of those positive things is that you brushed your teeth well. Maybe it's that you combed your hair. Maybe it's that you folded a piece of laundry. It doesn't have to be anything extreme and complicated. By having that shift, I feel, Robin, that you are opening the doorway to abundance mentality. And for some people, it has to be one little drop yeah. at a time. You know, it's you're not going to have instant miraculous healing on the spot. So yeah. because really what we're asking for is to people have a consciousness shift and transformation on some level so how do you think that personal transformation is related to universal healing are they one and the same they are one and the same because we are all connected separation is an illusion we are we are the universe every single one of us so everything that we do is energy everything that we think is energy Every intention that we have is energy, and we're not only affecting ourselves, our spirits, our minds, and our bodies, we're ex- we are having an effect on the whole of the universe. So we're either helping to raise the vibration of the universe, or we're actually, by being in fear, sending out this negativity that's lowering things. So we want to make sure that we're thinking our highest thoughts. Even when we're in depression, reach for the, the best thought that you can think at that time. I know what it's like because I've been there, but you can always reach a better place. You can always say to yourself, you know what, I can't see clearly right now, but this is going to pass, and I am going to be able to celebrate my life I just have to get through this period that that doesn't feel so good right now. Yeah, that's true. I think, you know, it it does, it really does go back to this too shall pass. Do you think that people allow themselves when they're stuck like this to see the positive side of a challenging situation? I know you're saying, you know, we're separated from illusion on some level, which is true. I think when we're separate, we're separated from our own divinity is what I would say. And mm-hmm. so when we're thinking the highest thought, even it's like, wow, I did a great job brushing my teeth today. Right. On some level, there is an alchem- you know, there's an alchemical reaction in the brain chemistry, which starts us thinking differently and certainly feeling differently. So how do we allow ourselves to see the positive side of a challenging situation? I mean, you mentioned some things before. I mean, when someone's lost their job, Yeah, we could say it's a great opportunity to create something new. There's a reality piece to it, though. How do I how do I pay my bills that are coming in? You know, so how do we see how do we see the positive side of that challenging situation? 
There is a mantra that was given to me before I started writing this book, and it was two things. It was breathe, breathe, breathe. Everything is in divine and perfect order. The universe, in all its infinite wisdom, is perfect. And we kind of have to step outside ourselves as physical human beings and understand that we are divine and that we need to think outside the box, so to speak, because we put ourselves in a box, we create limitations when we say to ourselves, this is there is to reality. So we have to kind of play a game with ourselves and say, you know what? Love is all there is. And this is a means for me to rediscover love. There is a reality check, but we can define reality in infinite ways. And we just, we have to stay centered in peace in order to see what it is we need to see. But we also have to allow ourselves to feel what we're feeling. And of course, we're going to have disappointments. And of course, we're going to have things happen that, that were not in our plan. But we can say to ourselves, you know what, there's part of a plan that I can't see. This is just, this is part of the big picture. There's something else. There's something bigger. Yeah, I think the big picture is what we call the mysteries of life. So when you say all, all we are is love, how would you define love? To me, love is all things light. Love is everything that spirit is, peace, joy, gratitude, compassion, kindness, all of these things, everything good that you could possibly imagine, everything that lifts you up just by thinking about it or, or holding that, that feeling that this gives you, that is love. And love is ever-present. And all these other things are means for us to rediscover love. Mm-hmm. I feel that love is a state of divine wholeness. I feel that when yeah. I'm in that, that inner, you know, for me, it's not a verb. It's a noun, you know, it's a state of being. So, exactly. you know, the other thing that I want to say to those of you that are listening, if you're having a bad day, um, you know, we always say that, you know, nature, and I know you spend a lot of time in nature, nature's God looking back at us. You know, nature is a great church for a great temple for a lot of people. So, you know, go out, um, even if you're, you know, snow and ice, whatever, you know, how can you connect with nature? Even if it's just looking out of the trees or looking out of the ground or looking at a sunset or looking at, you know, a sunrise. The minute you do that, you're in a new temple. You are in a new paradigm of connecting with that state of divine wholeness. So, you know, we talk about ascension, rising up. I know in a lot of uh, religious contexts, you know, we, we think of it as, you know, that we're being punished on some level, you know, we think of this resurrection and all of this, but to me, ascension is kind of getting out of that muck and mire and rising to a new level of consciousness of thought. So, you know, and I can love myself in a whole new way. So you talk a lot about self-acceptance. How do you think that's related to ascension? Acceptance is so important because if, we can look into the mirror and say, I love and accept myself as I am. What we're really saying is, I love myself and accept myself as I am, which is the universe. So that if we can accept our, our perfect imperfections 
and look at ourselves and say, you know, everything, everything's good, everything's divine in me. We're able to take that light and use it to see the world and, and see other people and be more patient with other people and say, you know, boy, I recognize these things in them because they're in me and I can be patient with them. I can be compassionate. I, I understand what they're going through. I understand that there is so much to me and that it's all special. And so I can look at these other these people that might be driving me crazy and say, but you know what, I can, I can accept that. I can say, you know what, that, that's part of the package. I, I accept it all. I love it all. I celebrate it all because everything that I'm looking at is also in me. That's true. That is a divine reflection. I also feel, though, we are being asked in the age of Aquarius, which is the age of ascension, if we are drowning in negativity as far as the people and, you know, even like the television ads, you know, that's a real good example. You know, how we do need to disconnect on that. You know, it's like I say, you know, we're cleaning out the karmic closet right now. And, you know, people that you've had in your life, you know, maybe, you know, the season is over on some level right. and doesn't that energy doesn't fit anymore. So I think we have to be responsible. Self-acceptance to me is self-love and loving myself enough that, you know, I can pass that out. We're going to be right back. We're going to take a quick break. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network. Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 
213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. everybody. Welcome back. Again, this is Dialogue with Divinity, and this is Johanna Carroll, and you are listening to the X-Zone Radio Network. We were talking, Robin, before we went to break about self-acceptance and love and how, you know, I refer to cleaning out the karmic closet. And sometimes we really need to say goodbye to people that are not serving the evolution of our own soul. It's not their job to do that. It's our job to do it. But, you know, we... There are negative people that that energy, we talked about energy, can really weigh you down. And so walking away from that, some people feel like, you know, this is a horrible loss in my life. You know, I've had this friend forever, yet this is not a healthy situation. So how can you focus on abundance when you're doing something like that? How can you focus on abundance when you're in a major time of loss and grieving on some level? It's so challenging but there comes a time when you just especially when you have you've become lighter and lighter that you recognize negativity maybe before you didn't and you and it was okay and so people did things that um, were either self-destructive or destructive toward you and it was like oh you know that's just the way they are there comes a time when we say enough this is not okay this isn't light 
and it is so hard, you know, because we a lot of times um, we're attached to these people. They, like you said, we've we've had them in our lives for a long time. Sometimes they're fa- they're family members. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I've had that experience, and you have to say, you know what? I love myself enough that I know that letting go is the most loving thing that I can do for both of us because I'm not growing in this situation, they're not growing, and by letting go of them, as painful as it is, I'm actually making room for for wonderful people to take their place. Yeah, I think for a lot of people, I've had that myself as far as being kicked out of the family, you know, on some level being the wild child and all of that. However, I I do feel that my, uh, my extended family my female friends are greater sisters than my birth sisters ever could be, really and truly. So I think that the universe, you know, there's a concept in the quantum field that the universe always fills a void space. And I really do feel that even though you may feel sad and empty for a bit, it will be replaced as long as you are, like you're saying, light, awake, and aware. So how can we use that power within to really change our perception of reality? I mean, we have to sort of, I say, put your spiritual glasses on. you got to look at the, <laughs> put those glasses on. Look at life yeah. a little bit differently. So, you know, I think yeah. we cannot have this sense of ascension to rise above something if we're not seeing it differently. So what are the tools that you suggest? How can people tap into that power within so they can change their perception? Well, for one thing, you know, I, I honestly could have named this book Breathe, 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 because when you do that, what you're doing is you're introducing peace into your vibration, and you're able to find a place to stand where you can see the good in something. It isn't always easy. There are times where we, we're, you know, you got to walk around this thing a few times and say, geez, I'm still not seeing it. What if I stand on my head? Mm-hmm. If you say to yourself, okay, what, what is good about this? What is the blessing here? Where is the love in this situation? Where do I stand? You stand in your heart. You say to yourself, okay, if, if all there is is light, if good is all I desire to see, I'm going to call on my angels and my, my arsenal of, of spirit beings that are around me to help me see the good. Ask your angels, where, help me find the good in this. What is going on here? Why am I experiencing this? Uh, when I lost my job years ago in an ad agency, um, I had no idea why I lost that job. I didn't understand that I was being prepared for other things. But when I walked out of there, I, I, I looked back and I remember thinking, there's more for me. This was part of the plan. And I, I need to understand that this was my time to go. This, was, this is an opportunity. This is not what it looks like. I know for myself, when I left uh, corporate America, I I had the same feeling. First of all, I couldn't wait to leave on some level, but the universe kicked my butt out the door, which was a great gift. And even now for myself or people that are struggling, you know, this is what I have people say. 
show me the blessing. And the blessing is always wisdom. And the wisdom is what you've learned about yourself. Sometimes it's hard to see that until you put those spiritual glasses on. But the reality is, for those of you that are listening, if you're going through a hard time, just get quiet. As she says, breathe, breathe, breathe. Three breaths in and out. Show me the blessing. The blessing is the wisdom. And the wisdom is what you've learned about yourself. And, you know, once you've learned that, hopefully you don't need to go back and repeat it. So, you you know, a lot of you, I'm sure, are going through some chaotic change. Uh, you know, I always say this, and I know, I know my listeners have heard this before. Does this belong to me? Does this belong to the universe? Or, you know, does this belong to someone else? The only thing you really need to attend to is what belongs to you. So it's not your job to heal the whole world. So for people that are going through times of change, how do you think they can maintain balance? What are your suggestions for that? Feed your soul. Shut off the news for one thing. Anything that's disquieting, you don't need to to partake in. You want to make sure that you are taking good care of yourself on all levels of being, eating well, making sure that you're properly hydrated, keeping mm-hmm. company with uplifting, positive people that make you feel good about yourself and that make you feel like you can breathe. Anything that prevents you from speaking your truth and living your truth needs to go because any of that can knock us off balance. I'm talking about any form of negativity, anything that, that makes you feel uncomfortable, um, anything that prevents you from being your highest self. I think a lot of people are also invested in the why. If something goes bad, you know, if something yeah. is wrong, they want, they're very invested in why, why, why. And the reality is, I think on a larger ascended scale, you know, the why, you may not have the detail on the earthbound energy, but on the higher soul consciousness ascension modality, it's to rise you up to a better experience of life. So you talk a lot about breathe, breathe, breathe. Yes. Do you actually have, a, I mean, I believe in that because I think when people are holding <laughs> their breath, they're waiting for something bad to happen or it's like, oh my God, they're frozen in fear. Do you have a yeah. breathing technique that you actually teach people? I, I just have people breathe with me when I'm with a client and I can feel that they're in fear. Um, I'll say, you know, let's take a second here and breathe deeply with me. There, there's no um, special way to do it. It's just focusing on your breath, breathing as deeply as you possibly can, and just feeling that you're, you are allowing fear to exit your vibration. Because it's really, when we're in fear, we're, you know, you can feel yourself. You're, you're not breathing. You're like, <gasps> you feel that oh my goodness, um, you know, I, I can't think, I can't, I mm-hmm. don't even know where I am. I tell them we, we need to be here. Here is where all of our answers are. Here is where our angels are. Here is where our guides are. Here is where all the love and all the miracles are. But if you're in fear, you're not here. So breathing brings us back to the present moment. The other thing is, you know, the breath of life, as many people call it, uh, the chi, 
we're told metaphysically that the one thing when we cross over and leave the body that we take with us as a depository of experience is our breath. So I always think of the spinal column as I call it the superhighway of light. And so when I when I personally have people breathe in and out, I imagine that they're going up the column and down the column and, you know, breathe in love, breathe out fear, breathe in love, uh, breathe out uh, hatred. You know, you can use it for lots of different things. But I also yeah. feel that this whole concept of when we go to the other side, the breath stores your wisdom. So the breath stores your blessings. So if you really want to access that, you got to breathe. So how do you, um, you talk about angels and spirit guides. And of course, I'm a big believer in all of that. They've been guiding me for lifetimes. How do you think the uh, average person can connect? What would you suggest? How can they connect with their spirit guides and teachers? I think, you know, going back to oneness again, we need to realize that we're already connected that our angels, our guides, all things spiritual, everything in the universe, everything's interconnected. So what we want to do is reach out through, you know, I do it through my writing. I have a journal that I, I do question answer time in the morning with my guides. Okay. It's a very informal thing. I just, I'll ask, you know, what do I need to know right now? And they, they tell me, um, for other people, it might be through their artwork. Um, again, you, you mentioned nature. It's a beautiful way to connect to your, your angels by sitting there and, and being quiet and either being, you know, waiting for information to flow to you or actually, you know, maybe hugging a tree and, and saying, you know, I, I feel you. I know you're here with me. What do you have to tell me? Um, there's just infinite ways to connect to to feel the connection the ever-present connection that we have with the divine i also feel that you know i know a lot of people that meditate and they're expecting something to happen and i really feel that meditation is just watching and it's going to that state of beingness rather than doing this and and you mentioned a very significant word feeling so You know, when we're separated from that feeling of the divine, we're separated from, you know, the angels, the guides, and the teachers. And sometimes they show up (laughs) when you least expect it, like you're taking a shower or driving down the freeway or something. So I would also encourage people, um, you know, the creativity. When you are in the creative self, you are in the divine self. I absolutely believe that. And I think journaling is really a way to start your day and maybe end your day as well. You know, when we were little kids at night, we sort of knelt by the bed and said our prayers. Maybe this is a new way of of saying your prayers and really connecting is writing or just being quiet and, you know, connecting in all the different ways that you talked about. So we talk about ascension and oneness. How do you personally celebrate oneness consciousness? We, we're going to have to do a quick one on this because we're getting ready to go to break in about a minute or so but what first of all how do you celebrate oneness oneness is everything in the universe so we start with ourselves all everything about us is one spirit mind body is one we're one with our neighbor across the street we look for similarities 
around us. We're, we're, we're the tree, we're the sky, we're the ground, we're, we're everything, we're all that is. We look for those things and, and we look for things that, that expand our definition of reality. Okay, we're going to hold that thought and take a quick break. We will be right back. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? I'm Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, and on The Secret to Everything, we will merge the practical with open investigation into all realms of the mysterious. We will talk to cutting-edge alternative health practitioners, those who inspire and motivate you in business and life, and of course, we will share stories of the paranormal, conspiracy, and cryptozoology. You will transform because of the frequency I carry, the frequencies my guests carry. Life may never be the same after you listen to this program. For the secret to everything is for you, the listener. For those who desire more in every area of their lives and believe that it can still be found. Listen and discover 
thesecrettoeverything.com. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome, everyone. We're in the last segment of our show, Dialogue with Divinity. By the way, I just want to remind you that you are listening to the X-Zone Broadcast Network. We have a wonderful, wonderful platform of hosts with their guests, and you can find all that information on xzbn.net. For myself personally, if you would like any information about my work, you can find me at Johanna Carroll. That's C-A-R-R-O-L-L.com. So, Robin... Your book, everything that you're doing is fabulous. So why don't you tell everyone that's listening how they can find you? And we want to talk about what's next for you as well. So books, I'm assuming, on Amazon.com. Is that correct? Absolutely. Um, You could also purchase the book through your favorite bookstore. You can have them order it if it isn't on the shelf. Um, And also, I have signed copies available. And if you're interested in having a personalized message, um, you can contact me for details with that. My and your website, website thank you. <laughs> is, yes, is it's www.robinleevella.com. Robin with an I, and Lee is L-E-I-G-H. So you have anything new, a new, a new <laughs> what's new that's, that's happening for you in your life right now on a personal level? Well, I'm working on two books right now at the same time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> now, are you a workaholic? <laughs> I, you know what? It's, it's a labor of love. I absolutely love what I do, and I'm channeling constantly mm-hmm. um, all the time. Because, and I know that it's because I need to share messages with the world. It's not sure. just for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so one is semi-autobiographical. It was actually a book that I was writing before I was guided to write Spirit Unbound. I actually had to stop writing to to write this book because I knew that I needed to get these messages into the world. Do you have Um, a working title for this new book? Yes, actually, um, Stretch Marks of the Soul. Oh, wow. (laughs) I think a lot of women can relate to that one, that's for sure. And the other one is Making Light of Things, um, which is... That, that is going to be a continuation of Spirit Unbound. Um, and I'm just constantly coming up with, with these messages, and I thought, you know, I, I can't keep writing them on paper plates and the backs of receipts. I, I need to put them in book form. Definitely. Let me ask you a question. 
you've been doing your work for quite a long time. What kind of training did you receive? I mean, how did you know you walked away from the advertising corporate world? How did you know, okay, it's time? Was there something miraculous that happened that you said, okay, this is it? Did you uh, do some training? How did this all come to pass for you? I needed to heal myself. And I, you know, like I said, I had started as a psychic. um, And that was wonderful. I I wanted to give people even more than that. I wanted to give them the tools to take themselves wherever they wanted to go. I didn't want them to put any limitations on themselves. So in order for that to happen, I needed to go within and start doing healing work. It was, um, it started as this need to know more about who I, I really am. And it just, it was a process. It was a healing process. And it was um, taking away all the layers of limitations that I had unknowingly placed on myself to reveal who I, I really am deep down. And it, it just, I was just guided. I, uh, the universe guided me. I said, what's, what's next? What's new? What, what's real? Um, and they, and my guide stepped forward and said, let's, I'm going to, we're going to teach you. You're going to write a book about transformation and in doing so transform yourself. That's true. A healer, heal thyself. I was just having a conversation with a client about this this morning that when I was uh, in Rennes-le-Chateau in, in France uh, doing my Mary Magdalene tour, there was an archway that led out into the garden. And in French, the words basically know thyself. And of course, this is a saying that was on all the entrances to the mystery schools in ancient Egypt. And, you know, we are on a mysterious journey to remember a lot of that right now. I really think ascension is remembering what we already know at a very higher level, whether it was past life or this life or future life to come. But I also think that you can't really get to that next level of ascension unless you do really know yourself. I always feel a spiritual person is they know who they are, but they also know who they are not. You know, they know what's going to work for them and what doesn't work for them. So there is a little bit of a a cognitive piece. So after you did your healing work, um, how did your first client show up? I, I lost a lot of clients because I said to everybody, I made this grand announcement, I'm not a psychic anymore. Okay. And everybody left. And... <laughs> I couldn't understand why everybody left. I'm like, oh, my God, what did I just how, do? How dare you? Um, <laughs> I said, no, I, what I'm doing now is I'm going to give you tools to to heal your own life. And people are like, no, we want you to tell us how to do mm, that. And, yeah, I, and no. I, they resisted. Um, word of mouth, I started um, gradually, a couple people did stay with me. And I started, you know, showing them how to use their their inner guidance to heal and transform their lives. And they started telling other people that, that you know, resonated with my vibration, you know, hey, this, this woman is more than a psychic. Um, she's a healer, and she's going to help you to understand the physical aspects of your life from a much higher perspective. 
You know, it's really hard to put a label on this work. And people, are, you know, I mean, obviously we live in the third dimension and we're earthbound spirits. So it's very hard not to put a label on what you're doing. But I had a really interesting experience many years ago. I was invited to L.A. to do this program of meditation and teachings for a group. Some of them had been clients for years. Some of them I'd never met before. Some of them were just curious, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And before we started, this woman said, you know, well, who are you? You know, I introduced myself. She said, well, what are you? And I was about to say blah, blah. And my clients, one by one, it was very interesting. Well, she's my spiritual counselor. No, she's not. She's my psychic. No, she's not. She's my spiritual mama. No, she's not. She's my <laughs> metaphysical teacher. And I, so I said, you know what? Here's the reality. I am whatever you need me to be at that moment in time. So, but it's hard not to say this is who I am and this is what I do. And I think that this quest for who am I is ascending, you know, exponentially itself. Because it's interesting when we watch, um, we're talking about television, but even on television, you're seeing the word intuitive a lot more. You're seeing the word spirit a lot more. You're seeing the word sacred a lot more. So that says to me, okay, energetically, even though there's a lot of negative poop out there, there's, there is a lot of positive energy that maybe subliminally on some level is sparking people to really take a look and discover who they really are. What do you think at this moment in time the earth really needs for healing? I'm going to throw a curveball at you with that one. No, it's really not a curveball at all. I think we need to remind each other of who we really are, not by saying, let me tell you who you really are, but by being kind and being compassionate and reminding each other how sacred life is and what a gift it is and, and what a gift it is to even be alive. Um, celebrating life, celebrating everything about life, even celebrating these moments, these unexpected changes that can knock us off our feet as opportunities to dance with the winds of change. Um, we can all be support systems to one another, and I feel like that is, that's really what we need to do to heal. Focus on what's good. Yes, there's, there's negativity out there, but we don't have to build on that. Let's build a new reality that's based in love. Yeah, I also feel that you've got to walk your talk. You can't, I'm not saying yeah. you personally, but I unfortunately over the years I've met some extremely well-known spiritual teachers that are extremely, you know, successful in that genre, and yet their personal behavior was so adversarial to what they were teaching. I thought, wow, this is kind of spiritual hypocrisy on some level. So yeah. it's not only to thy own self be true, but be true to your dance, as you call it. So I want to thank you, Robin, so much for being here and wish you really good luck with Spirit Unbound in the next two books. And hopefully we'll have you back to talk about that. But for those of you that are listening, we're going to say goodbye to Robin. And I want you to hang in there for a minute because I want to talk to you a little bit about what I'm doing right now. So thank you again, Robin. It's been lovely having thank you here. Thank you, Johanna. Thanks for everything. Oh, my pleasure. So again, for those of you that are listening, you are listening to the Exxon Broadcast Network. And you can find our hosts and a listing of all our shows. And the Times the Dialogue with Divinity will be aired at xzbn.net. 
And I also want to tell you that on my website, Johanna Carroll, C-A-R-R-O-L-L.com, you're going to find a section that's called Get Psyched, and it is intuitive development training. And so if you feel that you want to jump ship from corporate America, and maybe you do have a gift that needs to be developed and shared to heal not only yourself but others, please check that out. So we really do want to thank all of you that are listening. And, you know, we're in an interesting time. There's a lot of chaos. There's a lot of change. But there's a lot of blessings. And, again, where's the blessing come from? Your own eternal wisdom. So I'm sending you all a big heart hug. Until next time with Dialogue with Divinity. And this is Johanna Carroll saying goodbye for now. <laughs>